Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 15th of July, let's begin with updates from the city. Karnataka's IT and BT Minister Priyank Karge expressed concerns over the 28% tax slab imposed on the online gaming industry, warning that it could hinder foreign direct investments and startups. He emphasized that the move might impact India's $1 trillion digital economy target by 2025. Karge criticized the GST Council for not considering the implications of this decision. In other headlines, Karnataka Congress MLA Lakshman Savadi criticized the state BJP for obstructing discussions in the state assembly, accusing them of competing for the leader of the opposition position to gain favour from their high command. Arsikere MLA KM Shivalinga Gauda was speaking during the debate on the vote of thanks for the governor's speech when he was repeatedly interrupted by some BJP leaders. The Congress also mocked the BJP for not yet electing an LOP. In some more news, Karnataka's Housing and Minorities Welfare Minister Zamir Ahmed Khan announced here in Bengaluru that the Rajiv Gandhi Housing Corporation aimed to construct 7,6290 houses between 2020 to 2021 and 2022 to 23. Out of this target, 68,177 houses have already been completed, with 1,19,090 at various stages of construction and 1,77,868 yet to begin construction. Up next, the Bangalore Turf Club is likely to be permanently relocated from its current location on Racecourse Road to the outskirts of the city, as recommended by a House Committee investigating club operations. Chaired by BJP MLC N. Ravi Kumar, the committee plans to present its report in the next legislative session, strongly advocating for the club's move. The committee also discussed potential actions against clubs enforcing dress codes and restrictions. Now on to other news. Bengaluru's Power TV, a Kannada news channel, made history in South India by introducing Saundarya, the region's first AI news presenter. As AI news presenters gained prominence in the Indian TV news industry, Saundarya's debut marked a significant milestone. Power TV plans to explore different news shows featuring the AI presenter. A few other channels in the country have come up with their own AI-powered news presenters recently. Moving on, the Bangalore Political Action Committee and WRI India jointly launched a commuter survey, part of the personal-to-public campaign aimed at developing action plans for government entities in Bengaluru. The campaign promotes public transport, affordable last-mile connectivity and reducing private vehicle dependency. With new metro lines connecting Whitefield and Electronic City, the survey gathers citizens' opinions on public transport. Action plans derived from the findings will be submitted to stakeholders like BBMP, BMTC and DULT. Meanwhile, Bengaluru, with 12.9 million square feet of flexible office space, maintains its top position among APAC cities in CBRE's report, H1 2023 Asia-Pacific Flexible Office Market. Delhi NCR surpassed Beijing and Seoul to secure the third spot with 8.4 million square feet. Hyderabad and Mumbai also make it to the top 10 with 6 million and 4.7 million square feet, respectively. On a different note, MedGenome Labs in Bengaluru has acquired Illumina's NovaSec X Plus system and introduced the genome sequencing test CarioSec. This test is designed to identify genome abnormalities in prenatal and newborn conditions. The company aims to reduce the cost of human whole genome sequencing reagents to $200 in the future. The CarioSec test offers a faster and more accurate solution for detecting small chromosomal abnormalities. It is recommended for individuals with suspected or confirmed genetic disorders. National News. 
Moving on to the national news, Prime Minister Narendra Modi was the guest of honor the Bastille Day Parade alongside French President Emmanuel Macron and other esteemed figures. A video capturing PM Modi's interactions with the dignitaries circulated on social media. President Macron also honored PM Modi with the Grand Cross of the Legion of Honor, the highest French distinction. Meanwhile, Delhi CM Arvind Kejriwal directed the Chief Secretary to request assistance from the Army and NDRF as the ITO area and its vicinity face severe flooding caused by a damaged drain regulator. Minister Saurabh Bharadwaj reported that despite overnight efforts, the regulator couldn't be fixed, resulting in Yamuna water entering the city through the breach. In more news, according to Maharashtra Education Minister Deepak Kesakar, government teachers who fail to enhance their skills will face a 50% reduction in their salaries. Kesarkar mentioned that teachers will receive six months of training to enhance their teaching abilities. If their performance does not improve, they will undergo additional training, but their salaries will be cut in half, he stated. Shifting our focus, a central two-room and training centre based in Odisha expressed excitement about diligently working for two years to contribute to the Chandrayaan-3 mission. CTTC's production head K. Vijay Kumar highlighted their dedicated efforts. An official stated that CTTC has successfully supplied more than 17,000 components to ISRO for the mission. Chandrayaan-3 mission is ISRO's second attempt to land on the moon. International news. Turning our attention to international news, PM Narendra Modi, while visiting France, declared that Indian students pursuing a master's degree in the country would now receive a long-term post-study visa valid for five years. Previously, Indian students were granted only a two-year work visa. The announcement was made during PM Modi's address to the Indian community at Paris's La Cienne Musicale. In ongoing news, Pakistan's Prime Minister Shehbaz Sharif declared in a televised speech that he will transfer power to a caretaker government in August 2023, bringing the country closer to general elections. Sharif took office in April 2022, following a no-confidence vote against Imran Khan. The caretaker government oversees the national election, which must occur within 60 days after the dissolution of the National Assembly. The polling date will be determined by the Election Commission. In a recent development, Sultan al Jaber, the president-designate of COP28, revealed his plan for the upcoming UN Climate Conference in Dubai. His key objectives include doubling energy efficiency, increasing renewable energy capacity and boosting hydrogen production to 180 million tonnes per year by 2030. Al Jaber, also serving as the UAE's Industry and Advanced Technology Minister and CEO of ADNOC, faces scrutiny due to his role in the oil industry. In some other news, Japan's space agency faced another setback as a rocket engine exploded during a test. The incident occurred approximately one minute after the ground test for the second stage engine began. Fortunately, no injuries were reported. The Noshiro Testing Center in Akita Prefecture is developing the Epsilon-S as a successor to enhance Japan's competitiveness in the satellite launch market. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. Twitter has initiated revenue sharing with a few content creators for the first time. Twitter Blue users who have garnered a minimum of 5 million impressions on their posts in each of the last three months are eligible. Several creators, including Brian Krasenstein, report receiving substantial payouts such as $24,305, around 20 lakh rupees. In more business news, Senko Gold shares debuted with a 35.96% premium over their IPO price of Rs 317 per share, listing at Rs 431 per share. However, the shares dropped 3.26% on the BSE to Rs 416.95 per share. 
the company's IPO saw a subscription of over 73 times, the second highest in 2023 after Idea Forge Technologies IPO. Next up in some tech news, Google Pay has introduced its UPI Lite functionality in India, in line with the Reserve Bank of India's UPI Lite launch in September 2022. This feature enables users to make pinless transactions up to INR 200, aiming to offer a more convenient UPI payment experience. UPI Lite remains connected to bank accounts like the original UPI version. UPI Lite allows only one bank account to be linked at a time. Moving on, Wipro has shifted its wage hike cycle to the October-December quarter of FY24, deviating from the previous September timeline. Despite the challenging environment, Wipro's HR chief Saurabh Govil stated that the variable payout for Q1 will be around 80%. Additionally, Wipro is maintaining its regular quarterly promotion cycles. In market news for July 15th, the Sensex rose by 364.58 points or 0.56% to reach 65,923.47, while the Nifty climbed by 115.70 points or 0.60% to reach 19,529.50. Among the listed shares, approximately 1,997 advanced, 1,193 declined, and 112 remained unchanged. The Indian rupee traded with a slight negative bias today. The rupee initially gained due to the decline in the US dollar and a decrease in US treasury yields. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. Alia Bhatt is set to join Aditya Chopra's spy universe in an upcoming big budget spy film. Following the success of Pathan and with Tiger 3 featuring Salman Khan in the pipeline, Bhatt will reportedly portray a super agent in the Yashraj Films production. This role is expected to showcase Bhatt in a unique and unprecedented avatar. The film is slated for a 2024 release. In news from Hollywood, popular Hollywood stars went on strike, effectively halting the giant movie and television business as they joined writers in the first industry-wide walkout in 63 years. The Screen Actors Guild issued a strike order after unsuccessful talks with studios regarding pay and the impact of artificial intelligence. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, the makers announced the title of Vijay Sethupathi's 50th feature film as Maharaja. where the acclaimed actor will be joined by filmmaker Anurag Kashyap in a starring role. The upcoming movie is helmed by Nithilan Swaminathan, known for directing Kurangu Bommai. Setupathi took to his official Twitter account to share the news. In sports news in the Dominica test against West Indies, Team India captain Rohit Sharma achieved his 10th test century and 44th international century overall. The 36-year-old reached this milestone in India's first innings, completing the century of 220 deliveries. With this feat, Rohit equaled the tally of international hundreds held by former Australia captain Steve Smith. In more sports updates at Wimbledon 2023, Indian tennis player Rohan Bopanna and Matthew Ebden were eliminated in the semi-finals of the men's doubles event. They suffered a 5-7-4-6 defeat against Wesley Kulhoff and Neil Skupski. Bopanna was the sole Indian representative in Wimbledon 2023. Bopanna previously reached the quarterfinals of the men's doubles event at Wimbledon in 2015. Wrapping up sports news, wrestler Vinesh Fogart was served a notice by the National Anti-Doping Agency for non-compliance with the whereabouts requirements of the anti-doping rules. Vinesh has been granted a two-week period to respond to the notice. As part of the registered testing pool, athletes are obligated to utilize the anti-doping administrative management system to regularly update their whereabouts information every three months. Bengaluru Buzz. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. 
Catch Bengaluru's acclaimed comics Arnika Jain and Mehak Madan in the latest stand-up special Idol Bahu, performing live at the Ministry of Comedy, Koramangala, 5th Block, on the 16th of July at 9pm. Don't miss this show. Join a Bollywood beginners dance class in an exclusive workshop conducted by the city's expert choreographers at Go Native HSR Layout on the 16th of July at 4pm. But wait, there's more. Pet lovers, here's something for you. Join the exclusive Papa Party and have some fun with your furry friends happening at the Stone Street by Beehive PTM Layout on the 16th of July at 4pm. Bengaluru, get ready to witness an extraordinary musical event. Catch the Night of Slate live and bring friends along for a fun evening at the Sunburn Union Koramangla 6th Block happening on the 16th of July at 6pm. You can also catch the insanely funny Ornindo Ghosh and Pronoy Chowdhury in their latest special BRB, Bengali's Rampaging Bangalore, performing live at the Ministry of Comedy, Koramangla 5th Block, on the 15th of July at 9pm. Don't miss the fun as the jokes get funnier by the minute. Bengaluru weather. In a general weather update for the country, the India Meteorological Department issued a red alert for Uttarakhand with an orange alert for the following days. Sub-Himalayan West Bengal and Sikkim have also been issued a red alert for extremely heavy rainfall. An orange alert is in place for Uttar Pradesh and Assam. Bengaluru along with coastal Karnataka and Kerala can expect light to moderate rainfall in the next few days. And finally, the weather in Bengaluru. On the 15th of July, Bengaluru is expected to experience mainly cloudy weather with minimal precipitation. The temperature will range from a warm 29 degrees Celsius to a pleasant 20 degrees Celsius. The maximum heat index accounting for relative humidity is forecasted to reach an estimated 31 degrees Celsius considering light wind and shade. The highest temperature aligns with the average maximum for July, which is 28.1 degrees Celsius. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute Podcast for today. I'm Anupama. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow me on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and I would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler.